Three, two, one. Yeah, go. Okay. Go. Three, two, one. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Fantasy Dimes podcast. You're joined here by your co-host, Sal Karmali, along with Husni Vargas. And we have two guests that are joining us today, our producer, Samuel Jackman, who has finally given us some time. Thank you, Samuel, for joining us. <laughs> no worries. And uh, one of our longtime fantasy owners in our leagues, Elia Baspira, from originally from Cali, now in Toronto. Thank you so much, Elia Bas, for taking out the time today oh, and joining Thank us. For having me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Great. So let's uh, let's get this going. Uh, before we start, we are presented by SportsMe. Please go download the app on Apple, Android, uh, anywhere you can. Get on there, battle us. You can catch us Fantasy Dimes Sal at Fantasy Dimes Husney. You can also follow us on Instagram Fantasy Dimes and on Twitter at Fantasy Dimes. Okay, Husney, Thursday night football was great. Week three is upon us. Let's talk about week two, though. We made some picks last week. You want to go ahead and take over now and tell me what you hit and missed? Yeah, crazy week two. It's a bunch of injuries, bunch of crazy high-scoring games. Um, my hit for the week was actually the L.A. Chargers. Thanks to Ali Abbas's favorite player, Joshua Kelly. Got me the, the start. And, and, then, Hunter, <laughs> and Hunter Henry in the flex, so that was a good hit. And then my miss is going to be, I'm going to go with Tampa. I said bench for net. Ended up having a crazy good game. I said start um, start the uh, flex the tight end. And uh, as we talked about on, on Tuesday, Gronk was a no-show. So my bus was Tampa. I know, Sal, you did pretty well with that one. Uh, yeah. What were your hit and miss? Yeah, yeah. I, I hit on Tampa. I said don't start Scotty Miller. And, and thank God if those people who listened and didn't, I think he had three or four fantasy, fantasy points. But I did say Fleck Leonard Fournette, and everyone was against it. Everyone was like, no, no, no. Leonard Fournette, there's no way. I mean, how long was Rojo going to really have that spot for, right? Fournette comes in, shows what he can do. He's a first-round pick for a reason. And now you got that offense with Fournette. And don't be surprised if he starts taking over that, that share and then that backfield. My miss, though. Wait, I thought it was going to take a little longer than, than a week, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Coming off that's of, true. like, what he joined the team four days after getting cut, you would think it would take a little bit longer than a week for a guy that was there the whole last year to take the yeah, I just, spot. I just so. think I just think Rojo's fumble really just put him back. And in this league, you fumble, and unless you're Chris Carson well, and it. fumble six times and Pete Carroll loves you, you're not going to keep your job. Um, my miss, Dallas. I said to bench Amari Cooper and start Gallup and – that was all wrong. Gallup hasn't shown up under Which 10. Which is kind of surprising, points. honestly. I mean, yeah. considering it was it was a crazy high-scoring game. That's the yeah. fact that Gallup I, couldn't really put up much production. I couldn't believe it. And, and he's had two rough weeks under 10 fantasy points. I mean, that's that's like flex consideration at this point. And, um, and we got and, more Gallup uh, in this episode. So, well, yeah, we'll figure out what to, to do with I, him this time I around. To, <laughs> I said to bench Amari Cooper, which I know was uh, a long shot where – you know, nobody was going to really bench him, but uh, maybe flex him. But dude dude with his sore foot or whatever it was came out, played, and uh, bad call by me. But maybe, you know, hopefully some more good calls on the way. And, and uh, thank you to all the listeners who are, who are actually taking our advice. Uh, hopefully we're going to give you some, some better, better ones today. Yeah, sounds good. So 
let's uh, dive right in. Again, start, bench, flex, same as last week. But this time we're going to change it up. We're not going by teams. We're going by positions. We're going by players that are in similar situations, have similar fantasy rankings, fantasy relevance. Um, just something to debate, more of a debate than last week, definitely for sure, with the list of names that we got here. Uh, so let's start with the QB position. Um, we got Carson Wentz, Jerry Goff, both drafted in the same year, and Baker Mayfield. Um, I want to start off with, with Sam. What is your thought on this one? Who are you starting? Who are you putting in the flex? Who are you benching? So, in regards to these three quarterbacks, I would start um, I start Jared Goff. Um, I just think against Buffalo, and Buffalo doesn't really have a certain identity in terms of their defense, in my opinion. Um, and I also started Taylor Higbee. Uh, Tyler Taylor, whatever his name is, last week. <laughs> I'm very glad I did that. <laughs> Got me 28, 28 and, and a half. So yeah, good call. Uh, I'm riding with the uh, with the Rams uh, for now. Benching, um, I would have to bench Carson Wentz. Um, I just think he is just I, it, like uh, there's he has so much more potential than what he is giving the Eagles. Um, you know, and obviously him being injury prone is the biggest factor. Um, so I would, ha- I would just have to bench Carson Wentz. I just never liked him as a quarterback. Um, and then, so that means Baker Mayfield would be in the flex. And, you know, this is kind of what a lot of people are saying, like a- another year with all of his weapons. And, um, you know, e- even if, even though um, Hunt and Chubb, you know, did really, really well on the Thursday night game, which I am kind of mad about because I traded Chubb for James Conner. I don't think that was a good idea. But, I mean, James Conner did all right. He did 20 for me. Yeah, so. he was actually yeah, relevant week. this week. But, uh, week but, I mean, Chubb. Chubb was a hell of a lot better. But, anyway, so I would <laughs> I would put Baker in the flex out of those three. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the benching of Wentz. Um, until he may, I mean, until he proves that he can do something. Last week, no touchdowns and two interceptions, so that's not going to get him anywhere. Um, so until he proves that he can actually do something and show that he can get p- points fantasy-wise, I'm not starting him. Um, Cincinnati has the third least QB points. I guess that's because they give up a lot of points. So everyone just rushes on them now. <clears throat> so maybe maybe Philly gets out to a big lead early and just starts uh, rushing the ball a lot. Maybe yeah. he doesn't get as much work as he's uh, used to. Um, yeah. But I have Mayfield starting. Mayfield is playing with, well, last week he played with the chip on his shoulder. And Washington is not very good defensively. I think he's going to come out guns blazing. He's going to go hard and he's just going to get it. He's going to get it done. So I definitely have him in my start, um, which leaves Jared, uh, Jared Goff in my flex. Um, Buffalo, again, a good defensive team. Jared Goff had a good game last week, uh, three touchdowns, all to Igby. So we'll see how they cover him up. And, uh, yeah, so I, I would have him in my flex. Um, Alibas, what do you got? So uh, I actually am also starting Baker Mayfield this week. Um, I'm starting Baker Mayfield solely on the basis um, that I think this guy is playing for his job right now. Um, that's a lot of talk as to, you know, the offensive talent that's been put around this guy and that he hasn't been able to prove himself. I think last week we saw a little bit of that spark come back against Cincinnati. 
Um, I agree. I think Washington's defensive line is really good. However, I do think their secondary is a bit weak. So I think Mayfield does have a shot this week to kind of take the Bears, uh, t- t- sorry, take the Browns two and one. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and start Baker Mayfield. Uh, in regards to Carson Wentz, I am going to flex Carson Wentz. Um, the problem with Carson Wentz is I feel like the receivers that he's surrounded with right now in Philadelphia, you really don't see much of them. If you do, you see them for four to five weeks out of the season. And I'm talking about Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, right? These guys playing with two, I don't know, guys who are probably in their almost mid-30s now. And if anything, he's got Dallas Goddard. I mean, don't count out Zach Ertz, who's also reaching pretty old age. And you can slowly see that Dallas Goddard has taken over that shadow in Philadelphia. So with, besides Dallas Goddard and Miles Sanders as a PPR option, I really don't see Carson Wentz as a start option, maybe in a QB, maybe as a QB two. Um, but to be honest, he's thrown four interceptions in his first two games compared to eight interceptions last year in the season. So that's a little bit of a trend that I don't think is safe as well. So I don't know. We'll have to see what happens in Philadelphia, but with his, if he doesn't give it, if he doesn't give it to you guys by the bye week, I think he's he's kind of a drop. Uh, Jared Goff, Bills defense is really good. Um, I don't think you should let Week Two really fool you against Philadelphia. Uh, he did throw Tyler Higby three touchdowns. However, Tyler Higby was wide open on all three of those touchdowns. If anything, it worries me that he threw those three touchdowns to Tyler Higby because where was Cooper Cup and where was Robert Woods? Right, you couldn't find. Him. So I am a little bit uh, skeptical on that, um, on Jared Goff. But, yeah, that's how I see it. So start Baker Mayfield, flex Wentz, and bench Goff. All right. Um, I guess it's my turn. Um, I got a different approach, and, I, and I'll tell you why. I, I'm a little more matchup-based on this one. And I'm thinking, look, if Baker the, – the Cleveland Browns are supposed to beat the Washington football team. And because of that, I just feel like with Hunt and Chubb there, I don't know if I'm going to trust Mayfield so much. Again, mind you, when we say flex, you're obviously – we're talking about two QB leagues at this point. We're talking about desperation streamers, and we're talking about super flex leagues, right? So if you have an ability to flex a quarterback or if you are in the need of a quarterback to stream for the week, that's what we mean by flex. I, this week, am flexing Baker Mayfield just solely on the fact that I believe the Browns will be up early. I think the Browns are going to use both their running backs. And, I mean, you're talking about a 1-1-A one, one one there. Um, I say Baker is a flex. I start Carson Wentz. And I know everyone's like, what do you mean you start Carson Wentz? Look, Cincinnati and the Eagles, don't be surprised if that's a close game. And if that's a close game down to the wire, he's going to have to throw the ball. And I think, you know, three weeks in, Miles Sanders is back finally. I think that offense opens up a little bit. I know they're down on receivers, but they got Ortega Whiteside. And they have Ertz and they have Goddard. And I feel like they'll use them now um, to the best of their ability. And I think you start Wentz this week and you bench Jared Goff. Uh, Buffalo defense, I've noticed this a lot about defenses the last few weeks. They're a little bit off. Obviously, they didn't have a preseason. You know, their schemes are a little, you know, they're working into their schemes still. I think the Buffalo defense comes around. I think they're playing in Buffalo. Um, and I think that I would go ahead and, uh, and bench Jared Goff this week. I don't think he has a good week. And if he does, it's probably because he's throwing the ball 50 times, but I highly doubt um, he's going to be able to get past that Buffalo defense. So think about who you just named on the Eagles. 
you name two tight ends and like a bunch of guys that are on the practice squad. Like you really like I yeah. mean, that's I, an interesting I, call though. I mean, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but man, I just, Carson Wentz, I, I, man. I, I get it. Look, they they don't have much to go by, but maybe they use they use their running backs more. Maybe they throw the ball to their running backs. There's a lot of screen passes, a lot of look, we're talking about Doug Peterson, who's a very innovative uh a coach when it comes to offense. And I think he's going to work with what he's got. And I think he'll make it happen against, especially against that Cincinnati team. I Don't get me wrong. I think Cincinnati stays in the game long enough for Carson Wentz to have to throw the ball 30, 40 times and, and try to keep his team in it. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> all right. The, our next set of QBs are, are Matt Stafford, uh, Herbert, the rookie, playing amazing against the Chiefs last week. Oh, yeah. And the former Charger, Phillip Rivers. Uh, let's start with Elio Boss, because you're a Chargers fan. Two, one former Charger, the rookie Charger. Who are you starting? Who's who's in your flex? Who's on your bench? So, I'm going to start with my bench. Um, I'm going to bench Matthew Stafford this week. I love Stafford. Okay, don't get me wrong. This guy's probably one of my favorite QBs in the league. I think he's very underrated, just like Phillip Rivers. Um, not only in fantasy, but also in real life. Um, the thing is, is yes, even with Kenny Galladay possibly coming back into the mix this week, I still feel like with Patrick Peterson there uh, in Arizona, that could be a little bit tough um, for them to get past. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and kind of bench Galladay. I mean, I mean um, Stafford. Like, I think their running back situation is a little bit confusing over there right now. So... Uh, yeah, I don't really trust that. Uh, I don't really trust that. So in regards to my flex, uh, I am going to be flexing Philip Rivers this week. Uh, I'm flexing Philip Rivers. Um, honestly, Philip Rivers, uh, I feel like he's gotten to a much better offensive line situation in Indianapolis right now. Um, he's been with Charger for 15 years. Wish he was still a Charger. I definitely miss him. But um, I do feel like He's a flex situation because in his receiver of T.Y. Hilton, doesn't really have work much to work with there, if you ask me. Um, I think T.Y. Hilton's not really as productive as he once was back there. With the loss of Paris Campbell right now, they, they kind of really got to rely on Zach Pascal. And yeah, Molly Cox is there, but he's still got a bit to prove. Um, I'm starting Herbert, though, because after his performance oh last Oh, my week, God. What a homer, yo. What I mean, that's, a, that's a typical Charger what? answer. Bench the one guy yeah. that's not yeah. a Charger, right? Oh, yeah, let's, let's starting bench. Herbert. Let's... What? The reason why I'm starting Herbert is because, bro, when you have a coach that comes and tells you 15 seconds before the game that you got to go play the Super Bowl champ, Kansas City Chiefs, and you go out and you throw 311 yards and a touchdown and you rush for a touchdown, okay, and you hold – can't, I mean, not you, you did, you did not defensive, not defensively wise, but you were able to pretty much get everyone on that offense involved, right? At least from Keenan Allen to Austin Eckler to, yes, Joshua Kelly as well. Um, but I really feel like that, you the know. The man, Joshua Kelly. Yeah. And the best honestly, man on the Chargers right now, 100%. Yeah. And I feel like here's the thing with Herbert. Herbert, you can already tell, prefers Eckler over Kelly. And I think that's going to be the case going forward. You guys have to get off this hype train, and we'll talk about that once we get to the running backs. But, yeah, benching Stafford, I'm flexing Rivers, I'm starting my guy Herbert. 
our franchise QB who's going to be starting every week. I honestly, All right. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to cut off this whole Chargers parade that you got going on here. I am going to make this quick. Look, these three quarterbacks, are. Pro- if you're in a, in a situation where you got to start these three quarterbacks, you obviously are having, you have, you know, you're going through dire times. Um, but in the case that you are, um, we're going to help you get to the point and get to get, get to the picks based on, at least for me, based off of game script. Because in my mind, these three quarterbacks all have decent matchups, but it's hard to pick one over the other. And to be honest, you got to look at obviously weapons and all that, but all of them seem to have most of their weapons besides maybe Rivers because Jack Doyle is back this week. So in my mind, if I'm really going to sit here and, and start flex bench, I'm starting Matthew Stafford, right? I figure that Arizona offense is 100%. so good that 100%. you're, you're going to be behind. And if you're going to be behind because their defense is horrible, he's going to throw, throw the ball 40-plus 40, 40 times. And if right. he Especially is, if he gets if he gets Kenny Galladay back this exactly, week, man, his options. Exactly. Kenny Galladay, exactly. Marvin Jones, Hawkinson. That's a no lot doubt better about than, it. That's a lot no doubt about it. Rivers and I don't be surprised if Detroit comes out winning in this game. I say start Matthew Stafford. I say flex Philip Rivers just for the fact that they'll be up against these against this Jets team. That they'll probably run Jonathan Taylor into the ground and use a lot of Naeem Hines. But Philip Rivers with Jack Doyle back. We'll get you that touchdown or two that you need. You know, it's Philip Rivers, gunslinger. He's going to throw the ball in the air and uh, like, the, like the backyard, you know, and uh, the park. Uh, but I say flex Philip Rivers in a two QB league or if you have a super flex and bench Herbert just for the fact that I can't trust him yet. And because he's a rookie, plus I really feel like they're going to be up on Carolina. They're running Joshua Kelly. Last week they ran Joshua Kelly 23 times. Joshua Kelly. Joshua um, Kelly, 23 attempts, 64 yards. Dude, yeah, the, the guy, but the guy was going nowhere, but still they gave him the ball. I say Joshua Kelly, Austin Eckler get a lot of run this week, and I think Herbert gets game flowed out of the game, and I don't think he throws as much as you think. Um, so that's that's my choice. Sam, what do you think? Let's hear from you. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has. Uh, so I think I'm gonna start Stafford as well, um, just like what all of you guys have said. And again, he always has a lot of weapons but it, it is the Detroit Lions way of having the lead at, at the half and then completely choking in and losing by 30 right every time so yeah <laughs> I, think, I think true. I think he's still gonna give you a solid 20 to 25 points for me um and I'd have to agree as well flexing uh Philip Rivers I just think the Jets is the Jets's defense is just atrocious so and also, Rivers does have T.Y. Hilton, and I do have T.Y. Hilton in my league. I have had him in the past five years, and yes, he hasn't been doing that well so far. Um, but I think again, Rivers—it's whole new team, whole new, whole new atmosphere. And I think um, after a few weeks, I think he understands. I think they have a lot better chemistry. Um, so I have to go with Rivers, and then Herbert benching. Um, again, <clears throat> it was very impressive as to what he as to what he, uh, you know, as to what he actually did uh, on Sunday against the Chiefs. But um, I would have to go with those three. I'm with you guys. I started Stafford 100%, but I'm putting Herbert in the flex, actually. Not last week, because Phillip Rivers and the Colts completely destroyed Minnesota. And they just had the lead the whole time. Um, So... If you look at his game work, as we said, he had 214 yards and one touchdown and interception. He didn't he didn't do much, and that's because obviously they had the big lead. So 
I think against the Jets, they have another big lead. I think they run JT and Naeem Hines into the ground this game. So I don't think he's gonna get a lot of work. Rivers does so his- I, no, I think I think Herbert I think Herbert gets more work than Philip Rivers does this week. Yeah. Um yeah, so I'm taking Herbert in the flex and benching Philip Rivers. So you so you you're telling me you think Herbert's getting more than two hundred and twenty five yards and a touchdown. You have to realize something. I mean about- last week he got he got three hundred and eleven in a touchdown against the Chiefs. You have to realize something. And that was a that was more of a low scoring game. And Carolina's defense, I mean, is it's not the greatest. So that's the thing. He's playing a defense that gave up thirty four points to the Bucks and thirty one points to Derek Carr. Like, no, Derek Carr. Don't mess with Derek Carr. Derek, Derek Carr has been man. very underrated. I I Derek Derek Carr's a man. That game yeah, against the Saints. And you know what? Night? I I always yeah. said I didn't like Derek Carr, but I have to put some respect where it's due and give him his props. Put respect on his name. Like, Put respect 100%. on I, his name. I have a different view of Derek Carr after that game. Dude, Derek Carr has been good for a while. You guys have to understand his team has been horrible. And now he's got a running back, a great off, a decently good offensive line, and some sort of receivers, right? Because Darren Waller, yeah, I understand. But you got Waller the baller. Ruggs, you got, you know, Ruggs not playing this week, but you got Ruggs. You got Braylon, the Edwards guy, Brian Edwards. You got, Edwards, you got a lot, Hunter Renfro. I mean, he's got options. And he's throwing the ball to Jacobs. And Richard is getting the ball for some apparent reason. I don't know why. But, yeah, he's got he's got options. Derek Carr, man. I, I love Derek Carr. You know yeah. what? This week against the Patriots, if you really <laughs> need to start somebody, start Derek Carr just for the fact that he's Derek Carr. That's it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with my Derek Carr bit. Um, okay. So, uh, look, I, I, I guess Herbert's going to have a good day. I guess we'll see. But I wouldn't – listen, to me, toss-up, right? Herbert, Rivers, I guess, you know – you never really know, but you're right. I guess, you know, matchup-wise, maybe Herbert has a better day. I don't know. The point but... is, don't start Chargers, former Chargers. You know, stay away from the Chargers. <laughs> Except for Joshua Kelly. Well, don't start former Chargers unless they're versing the Jets, right? That's also anybody, that's a good point. Anybody who's, sorry, sorry, Muhammad, Muhammad Jiraj, I know you're a big Jets fan, and we always ride on the Jets here, but, I mean, come on, right? Who, who You got to play against, You got to play anybody against the Jets. Um, all right, let's move to running backs, Okay. Running backs this week, a lot of injuries last week as we went over uh, on our last show. A lot of a lot of guys that you're probably going to have to put into your lineup now because, you know, guys are out. And you're going to have to pick between them. Got a, a lot of you guys probably put um, a lot of your fab and budget, waiver wire budget on these guys. And we're here to help you make your decision. We got Mike Davis versus the Chargers. McKinnon against the New York football giants, the greatest team in New York. And Daryl Henderson against Buffalo. Just some news, Malcolm Brown is playing this week. Cam Akers is out. On the San Francisco side, both Mostert and um, Tevin Coleman are out. But it's McKinnon and Jeff Wilson's backfield. And you got Mike Davis pretty much on an island by himself there. Let's start with you, Hussein. What, what do you think? Give, give me your start, bench, and flex. Yeah, um, by the way, the Giants are not the best football team in New York. That's the Buffalo Bills. Just to be objective oh, here, okay? You're right. Not Bill's a Bills fan, but you know what? You, you got a Bills Mafia, man. You got to respect. I'm, my, my bad, Bills Mafia. I think the Giants are the best in Jersey, though. So that <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you that one for sure. Um, but yeah, um, I'm starting McKinnon. Um, like you said, he's 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 number one in that in that running back situation. Um, I think that's an obvious start against a, a bad Giants defense. Um, I'm putting Mike Davis in the flex. He's taking that CMC role, which is a lot of. Uh, check downs from Teddy B. So he got he got eight catches and 74 yards and limited work in like a quarter and a half last week. 
So I definitely think he's going to get a lot of touches. Um, and I'm benching Henderson. Like you said, Malcolm Brown is back. Buffalo defense is pretty good. Gives up the 12th least amount of points to running back. So I see him taking a hit this week. I would definitely not play Henderson. All right, Sam. Give me what you got. Um, honestly, I would have to agree with Hasnain on, on pretty much everything. Uh, I would start McKinnon because, as I hate to say it, you know, the Giants' defense is just terrible. So I would have to go with them. Um, I would flex Mike Davis. And, again, it's the same thing as what Hasnain said. He is going to fill that CMC role in that Bridgewater offense. Um, so he's going to be getting a lot more carries than I think people realize. And then just benching Henderson because of the Buffalo defense. That's all I got. For all right. All right. Ali Starting McKinnon. Um, honestly, I don't know much about him since his days in Minnesota. However, I do remember he was super fast. Um, I do feel like he's been able to, he's been able to recover well from his two ACL injuries. I feel like his two his, uh, numbers, the first two weeks have been good. He's been able mm -hmm. to score a reception and a rushing touchdown. So, you know, these guys like to utilize him. I would definitely consider McKinnon. However, he does have Jeff Wilson. So be mindful of that. Um, in regards to a flex, I am going to be flexing Daryl Henderson this week. Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay. The reason why is because I don't trust golf. Um, I feel like Goff is going to have an off week. So I feel like the Rams are really going to have to run the ball. Uh, with Malcolm Brown there and Daryl Henderson, if you go look at these numbers the first two weeks with these guys, they really flip-flop. Daryl Henderson getting five carries in week one, barely putting up a point or two, and then all of a sudden booming in week two. Malcolm Brown booming in week one and then falling off on week two. So I really don't trust that situation. But if you got to play someone, play Henderson in a flex. The reason why I'm sitting Mike Davis, though, because you're talking about a guy who pretty much had 10 rush attempts last year and didn't even, you know, he hasn't played, man. The guy, you can't just throw him in there and expect him to put CMC numbers. People are putting in God knows how much to pick up this guy without realizing that McCaffrey could come back in three weeks, right? I understand, yeah, yeah. yes, he may get the ball, but you're talking about a guy who's going to go up against a team who kept Hilaire to 40 yards last week, okay? Hilaire, Hilaire, Clyde Hilaire, whatever Hilaire. So please get the honestly, name right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about that. But no. honestly, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I like Melvin Ingram. I got Bosa. You got the guys on the Chargers defense. You got Pouncey and these guys. So they're definitely gonna know how to stop Mike Davis. I'm not worried at all. So definitely sit Mike Davis. I know why he's projected for 15 fantasy points. I think it should be more like seven or eight. So, but yeah. Okay. I, 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 I have a different approach on this. And just because the fact that, again, we're going about game scripts here. Game script for me says that McKinnon's going to, they're going to be in the game, the Giants, I think, maybe trailing most of the time. But, you know, I don't see McKinnon really running between the tackles too much. I see Jeff Wilson doing that. Goal line carries going to Jeff Wilson, in my opinion. I say McKinnon is a flex this week. I bench Henderson just for the mere fact that I don't think that, he's going to be able to run against Buffalo. I think the Buffalo defense is really stout up front. And I'm starting Mike Davis. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Mike Davis going up against that Chargers run defense. Amazing run defense, right? But, again, for the fact that he's alone back there, for the fact that, you know, you got Teddy B, who's going to have to throw, you know, dip, dunk the ball off a few times. Last week, he played, what, a quarter and a half? 
and had like seven receptions or something, six receptions. I'm, I'm playing Mike Davis just for the fact that in PPR leagues, he's going to put up points. They're going to be playing from behind, and he's the main guy. Goal line carries are him. He's, he's a three-down back there. And in every other situation, I don't see a guy there. McKinnon, Henderson, both are sharing time. I say start Mike Davis, flex McKinnon, and bench Henderson. That's my take. Uh, okay, I guess we're going to go to the next one, which yeah. honestly, this is a pure Husney. He decided to do this on his own. He's in love with this Tampa Bay backfield. He loves Rojo, loves talking about Fournette because he has Fournette in the league, which I traded to him, by the way, for Kenyon Drake, um, which in the beginning I was laughing about. Not so much It'll anymore. It'll work out eventually. Not, you know not so much Long-term. anymore. Yeah. Long-term goals. Um, Husney, you know what? We're going to start with you just for the fact that, you know, you love this backfield and I want to know what you have to say. Are you playing Rojo against Denver? Are you benching Fournette against Denver, which you probably aren't? And what about Joshua Kelly versus Carolina, right? The man. The legend already, two weeks in. Joshua yeah, Kelly. going to be replaced by Justin Jackson soon, bro. <laughs> what do you think, Husney? Give me your start bench flex. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. I'm benching um, Joshua Kelly. I'm just joking, Leo. Yeah, go ahead. Start bro. Joshua <laughs> Kelly right all move, day, man. every league, every That's day, right move, every yes. Sunday for the rest of your life. Start <laughs> Joshua <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm starting Joshua Kelly. He's getting most of the most of the um, the rushes on that team. He also picked up 49 uh, receiving yards last week. So, and against Carolina, they're the, give up the most points to running backs in in the season so far. Um, I'm definitely playing Joshua Kelly. Um, I'm flexing for that man. I said bench him last week, and he proved everyone wrong. And I think I think he took the number one job. He's the guy. I'm definitely putting him in the flex for sure, and and Rojo lost a job. I'm, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think he's the number one anymore. Um, I think they trust Fournette more, and I think that they stick with him going forward. So, um, I'm benching Rojo and and flexing Fournette. All right. Yeah, in case uh, you forgot, uh, Bas, start Joshua Kelly. In case, just in case you forget. Yeah. I, I, speaking of Alibas, you know what, Alibas? Give me your take. I mean, I really want to see. What you do with with this back with this whole trio here? Yeah. So first of all, bye bye Ron John. Uh, it's finally Fournette time. Ron Ronald Jones is probably the most useless player to ever play on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's always had to deal. He's always had <laughs> that's, to deal. Rob, that's Rob Gronkowski actually. But yeah, I'm yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm here to blog, baby. But <laughs> uh, here's the thing, yo. I think. Ron Ronald Jones is a guy that has to always that's had to deal with guys like Jacquees Rogers in the past and Peyton Ogumbanwa yeah. Wale and you got Godwins and Evans <laughs> and OJ and Winston loves to run the ball himself and like he was never in a good situation with these guys and yeah. he came in two weeks a guy put two weeks he thought he was the RB one and all of a sudden Fournette comes and take his job and honestly yeah. rightfully so I feel like we're starting Fournette because the guy came and finally showed that, you know, he deserves to be this RB1. Um, the guy was always suffering in Jacksonville. He had to run through the worst offensive line. I feel like mm-hmm. he was always a big type usage player. So Tom Brady's going to enjoy that, especially with the miscommunication he had with Ronald Jones last week. Tom Brady's like a look, a one-time type guy. If it doesn't work with this guy, that's it. I have a better guy. I'm going to go use him. So I think Tom Brady is making the right decision if he uses Fournette as his running back one. With Joshua Kelly... First of all, guys, I don't hate Joshua Kelly. 
The guy's a San Diego, an LA Charger. Okay, so you have, to realize, you have to realize that I still love the guy, right? I'm happy that he's an RB2, bro. So, but here's the thing. The only thing I don't like is that everyone jumped on this guy's hype train this year. Last year, it was all Eckler. The whole season, 1,000 PPR yards, this, that, Eckler, Eckler, Eckler. The Gordon, Gordon's gone. Eckler's the guy, right? Now what? Joshua Kelly's the guy? So what happens when Justin Jackson comes back, he becomes the guy? Like, I don't understand this mindset that you guys have. Who, who's Justin Jackson? No, I'm just in, the guy who was supposed no, to be I'm playing kidding. instead of Kelly, but with the squad, kidding, right? No, obviously, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, but, but, but he's always been there. Here's the and, thing. And they haven't the thing with Eckler is that Eckler has a deal. The guy has four years. He's a type of running back that the Chargers have always utilized. Ryan Matthews, Darren Sproles, Ladanian Tomlinson, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, and now Joshua Kelly. These short runs. Was Danny, was Danny Woodhead ever there? Danny Woodhead. Thank you. Danny Woodhead. So these running backs are the Chargers that they loved. Melvin Gordon was not that running back. He was not a good fit. Get out of, go to Denver, go play in freaking God knows what altitude, go pop your ears. We don't care about you, bro. Okay. So I like Kelly, but I still think Eckler's the guy with his production, his body, the way the Chargers are going to utilize him. So, all right. So yeah, that's my team. Okay. Chargers fan, are you? <laughs> Sam, take it over. Uh, yeah, so I can agree with everyone in regards to Tampa Bay. Uh, I would start Fournette. Um, I just think, yeah, I, I mean, Jacksonville's offensive line, it, it was horrible throughout his, throughout his tenure. Um, and I think, you know, him under Brady's wing, I think it's going to be really beneficial to him. Um, I would give him a f- few more weeks to see what his p- potential can be. But out of these three, I would start him. Um I would flex Joshua Kelly uh, because we don't know what um, we don't know what what uh, Justin Herbert is going to be doing. Is he going to be running the ball a lot? Is he going to be passing the ball a lot? We don't really know against this Carolina defense, so I'd have to go for that. And then um, obviously benching Rojo. Just yeah, enough said on for the that. Effect, yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with the fact that I'm I'm flexing Fournette another week. I'm benching Rojo this week against that Denver D, and I am starting Joshua Kelly because I have him in two leagues, and I really think they're going to run the ball out this week, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple goal line carries and brings you home two touchdowns. Um, that That's me, Husky. Yeah, I'm starting this one for sure. For my next week hit, you know, when Joshua Kelly gets me in, you know, another 35 fantasy points, I'm going to talk about it again. Um <laughs> Uh, okay, let's let's move on to receivers. Uh, a couple of interesting names out here: uh, Marvin Jones with the possibility of Kenny Galladay coming back. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson had a good game last week versus Denver, and Michael Gallup, who kind of disappeared in that high-scoring game against Atlanta. Uh, let's go back to Sam. Sam, who do you got? Gallup, Jones, and Johnson. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's actually tough. I would have to go for. Um, I'm just I'm just solely basing on these three defenses that they're facing. Uh, I would have to go for Marvin Jones um, starting, and then I have to go for um, let's go for Deontay Johnson flex and Gallup on the bench. I just think Seattle's defense is still like insane with the addition of Jamal Adams. Um, you just saw him like understanding a lot about Cam Newton on Sunday night. Um, you saw him everywhere where he was going. Um, 
and yeah, I that's just basically all those picks were just solely based off of their defenses. So, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I actually like Dante Johnson this week. Had a good game last week against Denver. Um, going up against Houston this week, I think uh, I give him the start. Um, I think Gallup needs to bounce back. He had a couple of rough weeks the last two weeks. Um, going up against Seattle, gives up the most wide receiver points. Um, I give him a shot, put him in the flex. And, and I feel like if Kenny Galladay comes back, Marvin Jones' production is going to go down. Didn't have a great game last week against not so great Green Bay uh, defense. Um, going up against Arizona, I think it will be a close game. I don't think they give Marvin Jones the ball as much as they as they would like him to get. Um, but, yeah, I'm benching Marvin Jones, and I'm starting Dante Johnson with Gallup in the flex. Um, Sal, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna start Marvin Jones for the fact that Kenny Galladay is there. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. Patrick Peterson is probably going to be shadowing Kenny Galladay. I say start Marvin Jones this week. I say bench Deontay Johnson. I just don't know how many weeks Deontay Johnson is going to have like that. I think Chase Claypool gets in the game plan a little bit more. Juju needs to get the ball a little bit more. Connor's back. I say that uh, – I think I don't think DeAndre Johnson is going to have a great week this week. And I say, again, which it might come back and bite me, but I think Michael Gallup, as your flex, is going to have a good week. I think they're going to get him into the game, game plan a little bit more. Um, I say ben, I say flex uh, Michael Gallup this week and, and see what he's got. I, I think this is the week he turns it around. Okay. No charges yeah, talk no, I agree. Time. I agree. The thing about Michael Gallup is that um, he worries me that he worries me because he's been out targeted than every cowboy right now, even this Schultz guy who barely came into the picture. But what keeps me on his train is that he's on the field 95% of the time. And Dak is always looking his way. However, and with the game against the Seattle that's expecting to be a shootout, I feel like this is the week where he comes in and shows that he's still Michael Gallup and that He's still capable of making big-time plays. Um, I am sitting Marvin Jones. I agree with you, uh, Sal, in regards to the Patrick Peterson. Um, in, in regards to that, I think Stafford's going to be a little off this week, so I definitely will sit Marvin Jones. However, I am going to flex Deontay Johnson. Um, I think I think he... I think he's a good pick right now. His target usage is up, 23 targets in two games. Um, Juju could be out this week because of his knee. If he's out, I definitely think Deontay is a flex play. Um, Roethlisberger is looking good, so definitely consider him. But, yeah, that's my take on that. All right, sounds good. Okay, so let's go on to these next three guys. I feel like they're all flexes, but that's not how this works. So let's go ahead. Um we're going to go with Slayton, Slayton against San Francisco. Banged up defense. A lot of injuries on that team. Uh, Robbie Anderson, who's been just going off this season. And Russell Gage, who had a good couple of games and now is going up against one of the best defenses in the league with Chicago. Uh, Sal, what do you got? So I am going to... I'm going to, I'm going to, have, I'm going to start Slayton this week. I, I feel like He's going to have a good week. He, I know he's on and off. I just feel like that defense is banged up in, in, in San Francisco. No Richard Sherman. They're losing. You know, a lot of that line is gone. I say start Slayton. I say, I mean, you can't go against Robbie Anderson, right? And if they're going to be throwing the ball and Casey Hayward's going to be shadowing DJ Moore, I say flex Robbie Anderson. 
And I'm sorry, but I- I'm benching Russell Gage this week. I think that Chicago defense is really good. Uh, they're giving wow. up the, the least the least amount of uh, uh, yards to opposing quarterbacks. And I would say passing yards. I would say um, bench Russell Gage this week. I don't think he's going to have the output that most people think. Mm. Obviously, like Husnain said, flex all these guys if you can. But if you have to choose, that's how I'm going. I'm going Slayton. I'm going to be a homer. Starting Slayton. I'm flexing Robbie. And I'm benching Russell Gage. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oliver. Expand on expand on your yeah. No, I, I I don't know how I don't know how you're benching Russell Gage. Yo, Julio may not even play. Julio's not playing this week. And the Falcons yeah, are nothing but pass happy. Right? Yeah, but and so with the way that this guy is he's a must start, if you ask me. I think he's getting ten targets easy this week. Definitely a wide receiver three, if not upside wide receiver two, but um, I'm benching Robbie Anderson because I think he's coming back down to earth this week. Guys, we're talking about Robbie Anderson here, okay? Like, you guys, you can see two weeks of Robbie Anderson, and all of a sudden he became I don't know who. But I, I think, <laughs> like, Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill was held to four reception at 45 yards before he made that 54-yard touchdown last week. So if Rob, and Robbie Anderson ain't no Tyreek Hill. So he's, I don't see him making that big play. And – I'm definitely flexing Slayton. I like Slayton this week. No Shepard, no Richard Sherman. The Giants are putting in Devontae Freeman. Definitely thankful for that in regards to my fantasy reasons, but I think it's going to be a little bit confusing for them. Um, so, yeah, I think you have no choice but to kind of start Slayton or flex Slayton, sorry. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree. I flex uh, Slayton this week. Um, Let's let's stop stop hating on Robbie Anderson, man. Robbie yeah. Anderson, like yeah. last year, he had he had a decent season on the Jets of all teams. Yeah. Like like he didn't have much of the guy was throwing to ghosts. He said his quarterback. Yeah. Like you know what, <laughs> poor guy, he's on a team where the guy can't even see him. Um, I think he's in a better situation. I think they trail a lot in this game against the Chargers. They're gonna have to throw the ball. I think with the the main focus being on more. Um, Anderson's going to get quite a few targets. I have him starting, actually. Um, like Sal said, I'm benching Russell Gage this week. Chicago defense is top five defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Slayton last week, he got three catches like for 33 yards like against Chicago. They're, they're not yeah. an easy team to just run through. Right. And pass happy means a lot of interceptions for Matt Ryan. So. Um, yeah. looking good though. Yeah, this so I'm, I'm benching Russell Gage, even like if Julio, guy... especially if especially if Julio's out, I'm definitely benching Russell Gage. He's actually not a must start; he's a must bench at that point, because then he gets more of the attention of the defense. I feel like Calvin so, Ridley gets more of that attention, not Russell Gage. Okay, Cal- Calvin Ridley, and who's the number two on that team? Hayden Hurst. <laughs> Hayden Hurst has like oh five fantasy god. points the whole season. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Calm down. No, no, yeah, I still, no, man. I think Russell Gage, he's a sleeper, man. If anything, Sam, where do you have him? Are, are you yeah, benching well, Gage? Well, I'm, a, I'm agreeing with that. I, I mean, Russell Gage is gonna be benched. I just, I just see Chicago's defense is just way too good. Um, yes, they nearly screwed up against the Giants, uh, but they didn't. So I got Gage. I got Gage benched, uh, and I'm going off on my own actual league. Um, I have Darius Slayton, so I'm actually going to start Darius Slayton uh, over um, T.Y. Hilton, my actual league. Oh, so, nice. Oh, 
Yeah, because uh, Slayton um, Giants receiving core is very depleted. Um, yeah. I, I believe he will be the first option for us. And then uh, again, we've we've talked about San Francisco's injuries; it's just abysmal. Um, so I have to go for that. Uh, and then Robbie Anderson, I put him in the flex. And again, you know, on the Jets, I I, I don't think he saw his full potential. Um, and I see, you know, him, him and Teddy Bridgewater having a good connection uh, for a long time because Teddy Bridgewater does not see ghosts. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are my ever, answers. Ever thought you would see Teddy Bridgewater to Robbie Anderson, guys? That's, yeah. uh, I would have never, um, never thought of that either. Never thought of that. Yeah, never know. <laughs> Speaking uh, of things that you would never see, and that for me is Austin Hooper on these on these Browns because, <laughs> I mean, I never thought Austin Hooper would leave that that Falcons team, and now you know he got a big contract from the Browns, but they're not even using him. Let's talk about tight ends. I got three for you guys. I got Dalton Schultz versus Seattle. I got Hooper versus Washington, and Higby versus Buffalo. Higby had a great week. Schultz had a great week, and Hooper seems to be missing and on a milk carton for the last two weeks. Let's go with you, Sam. Back to you. Who are you starting, benching, and flexing this week? Um, you said Schultz, Hooper, and Higby, right? Yeah, Schultz is versing Seattle. Hooper is versing Washington. Higby is versing Buffalo. So, I got to go Higby starting because I'm 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 all on the Higby hype train. I know he's probably going to get uh, into double coverage a lot because he did have three touchdowns against a very depleted and terrible Eagles defense. So, I got him starting. Um and then you said Hooper, right? So, yeah. so I got, I got, I got Hooper in the flex. I just think he's doing a lot, a lot more than people thought of in that, um, in that offense with all those weapons that Baker has. And then I'm benching Dalton Schultz um, again with that defense and J- Jamal Adams. I'm just a huge fan of the Seattle defense, so that's what I'm going for. All right, uh, Ali Abbas, what do you got? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm actually going to start Schultz this week uh, just on the basis of how this Cowboys-Seattle game is supposed to go. Uh, I think he's going to definitely see some targets. I think Seattle will be distracted by the wideouts. That opens up some uh, routes for Schultz. I think he's proved that he can be that Blake Jarwin replacement that the Cowboys were hoping for. So I definitely think that Dak is going to start trusting him. Um, In regards uh, to Higby... Um, I definitely feel like, uh, you're flexing him this week. Um, I don't think he's going to have three touchdowns again, but I think he's definitely, uh, uh, useful when it comes to that offense. Uh, he's definitely going to be a good target for Goff. He seems to be able to get open for him and Goff needs that. So, uh, but yeah, in regards to that, Hooper definitely sit. I don't like his offensive, um, his situation right now. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, with especially with the two running backs there. So yeah, Sid Hooper. All right. Yeah, um, I mean, gonna... still, uh, I mean, uh, you want to go ahead? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna. I was gonna say, I, I just make it quick. I, I'm, I'm playing. I'm benching Hooper just for the fact that I think they're gonna run the ball a lot, and because of the fact that Jarvis Landry's coming back a little healthier than he was the last couple of weeks, I bench Hooper this week again. I think um, they barely use him, uh, maybe for blocking, uh, like Gronkowski. Um, I would start. Um, Higby just because 
I think Cup and Woods might be out of the game with this Buffalo defense. I say Higby gets a lot of run. And uh, I flex Dalton Schultz because that Seattle defense looks a little leaky, even though I like Jamal Adams. He likes to blitz a lot. I say start uh, bench. I mean, sorry, flex Schultz. And I also have him in a league, so I have yeah. no choice but to do that. But, yeah, that's that's my choice. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Until Austin Hooper can, can uh, finally show up in a game, I think he should have stayed on the Falcons, man. That offense fit him perfectly, but, yeah. but uh, that's a little bit sidetracking. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the same thing. I'm going to start Higby. I'm going to flex Dalton Schultz. Look good last week against Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to bench Austin Hooper. All right. Um, we've, got a couple, we've got three more left here with this. Uh, this is pretty tough. Uh, Husney, I'm going to stay with you. you got Sample, who, who came around with Uzoma going down and had, like, six catches in four minutes. Um, then you got Aikens versus Pitt, Pittsburgh, who I said was going to have a good week last week, and he did. Um, and then you have Logan Thomas versus Cleveland. Uh, who are you starting, benching, and flexing? Yeah, for me, this was the toughest one of all the names that we picked so far. These are, like, the three closest ones. Um, I'm going with Aikens. I'm starting Aikens again. Had a good game against a tough Baltimore defense last week. Um, I think he gets a lot more targets against uh, Pittsburgh this week. Um, flexing Sample. He looked good in that half a game he played last week with, uh, with Joe Burrow back there. And I'm benching Logan Thomas. I just haven't seen enough of him. Uh, he's going up against a bad Cleveland defense, but I, I mean, against the tight end. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen enough of him to start him, so I'm sitting him on the bench. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go quick here. I'm going to say start Aikens because <laughs> I said it last week and it worked. So start Aikens, and especially because, I mean, Noah Font had a good time against that Pittsburgh defense. Evan Ingram, if he caught the ball, was going to have a good time against that Pittsburgh defense. They don't have, you know, big enough guys to, to defend the tight end, even though they're really good, um, a good secondary there. Uh, I'd say start Aikens, flex sample, uh, just because of the fact that they might be throwing a lot against that Philadelphia uh, secondary. And then uh, bench Logan Thomas because, you know, it's Logan Thomas and it's Washington. Okay. So just bench him. Um, uh, Ali Abbas, what do you got? Yeah, I don't trust any of the Redskins, except if you're Terry McLaurin. Um, it's Washington so, football Washington team. Football oh. team. Sorry, sorry, the Washington. I'm so sorry, the Washington. <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry. That was definitely a slip out. Um, uh, I definitely um, would uh, flex Atkins. I feel like he's definitely the guy over Fells. Sean Watson uh, likes him in the red zone, and I love Sample. Wow, I, I right when that right when waivers were available, I went to go pick him up. Uh, I think he's a blessing in disguise for these guys, for the Bengals, and I think Burrow is really going to enjoy his company. So start Sample. All right. All right. Sam, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have to say much because I completely agree with Hasnain. He just literally took the words out of my mouth. So I'm agreeing with everything that he just said. <laughs> I don't I don't okay. have to say anything else. So. Perfect. Okay, uh, sounds good. That's going to wrap it up for the start bench flex. Really quickly, guys, before we head out, um, give me your – I'm going to call it potential dime of the week, your best – your boom – Whatever you think, the, the guy who isn't supposed to do good, who do you think is going to do good? Um, really quickly, I got Singletary. Moss is out. They said he's hurt. He's not playing. I think he gets a lot of touches. He's going to be the main guy. Um, I'm going Singletary. Uh, who wants to go? Hello, boss. Go ahead. Yeah, my, my bust is Mike Davis. No, not bust. Boom. We're going boom. boom. We're boom. 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 So, I'm sorry. My boom is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I think he's going to definitely run over these Jets, especially with the amount of attempts he had last week. So definitely Jonathan Taylor this week. 
Okay. Uh, uh, Sam, go, go quickly. Okay. Go okay, ahead, so go ahead. So okay, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought you said Sal for a second. Uh, I'm gonna go. My biggest, my boom this week is well, my dime. Kenyon Drake. Yeah, let's call it, let's couple, call it dime. Come on. Let's call it dime. Kenyon uh, Drake has had a couple rough weeks. I think Kenyon Drake comes out of this kind of comes out of it this weekend and has an amazing. You're just biased because you have him in fantasy. Twenty-five plus point game against this I, horrible Detroit right. defense. I also I also have Drake in in fantasy and I am starting yeah. him. Yeah. So you guys clearly talked about it before. Then. I <laughs> right. So I always have Drake every year. Um, he's just very consistent for me and again it, it's against the lions which we all know they are abysmal so i would have to go with drake as well agreeing with you cool, cool. okay uh your biggest bust of the week go south start with you uh hurts hurts me to say this but that philadelphia run defense is real good i'm 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 saying joe mixon has a rough week again three weeks yeah. in a row i think he has a rough wow. week i think joe mixon has Sal, a rough really week quick. time to trade joe mixon yes or no no never <laughs> trade joe mixon joe mixon no. Is Joe Mixon is, is is sexy to watch on that field. I mean, he's Le'Veon Bell-esque. I think he's going to come out of this rut. I think they're figuring out their offense with all these weapons. I think Joe Mixon just not this week. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Mike Davis. Um, I honestly don't think he's going to have the week that everyone's expecting him to have. I think Chargers run defense is going to figure him out real quick. Okay, Sam, go for it. Uh, I have to go for a bust. Hmm. I would have to say – I can't say Derrick Henry because I literally just, just got him, and I don't think he's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, well, I'm looking at the projections for T.Y. Hilton, and it's 12-and-a-half for me. So – and, you know, I do have him at, in my league, and he's done literally three to five points for the first two weeks. So I'd have to go with T.Y. Hilton. I, I just think – and, you know, and it's even against this uh, Jets defense um, – I just don't see Philip Rivers having uh, enough chemistry with all of his guys right now. So I have to go with T.Y. Hilton just based off of the projections. I agree. I agree. I, I, I agree with you too, man. I, th- I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Paris Campbell's out, so start T.Y. Hilton. Right. No, man. T.Y. Hilton was, is, is just not the same T.Y. Hilton anymore. It's just – <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is sad because I've, I've had him for like three years and he's been the most consistent for me. So it's just right. – I gotta find that guy soon, and hopefully it's Amari Cooper or Darius Slayton who I have starting this week. So, <laughs> yeah. but but super uh, sorry, Husney, did you go already? No, I didn't. Uh, really quick, okay, yeah. Sorry. So mine is gonna be kind of a hot take. I'm going with Darren Waller. Waller, the baller. Um, yeah. I think against New England, he's not gonna get. I mean, that New England defense is is amazing. Uh, best defense in the league last year. I think it's gonna be. Kind of a rough game for the Raiders. Not as easy as it was against the Saints. Um, he, I mean, it's Belichick, man. He saw what they did yeah. against the Saints. I think he's definitely game planning for Waller. I don't see really anyone else taking over the game. So I think they're going to cover him a lot. Maybe double cover him even. So I think his numbers definitely come back down to earth from last week. I think he's my bust for this week. Yeah, I'll tell you something. It's funny enough. Ruggs is out, I think. They, they declared Ruggs out. Yeah, this Ruggs week. is out. Yeah. And if he's out, that just pretty much leaves Edwards and run, Renfro. And you know Belichick is double-teaming Waller because that's what he does. He just takes away your best weapon. And so I, I just sure. see without without Ruggs being there, I think they just they just double-team Waller. And another thing, just before we you know move on to the next segment, um, super dime of the week, Joshua Kelly. Everyone <laughs> who had Joshua Kelly, start him. 
Super I didn't dime. even think that was a question, man. That guy is the dime. He's two dimes every week. Bro. Yeah. Give me a whole dollar for that guy. Yeah. Time, bro. Go, go. Keep your Joshua Kelly train going. See what happens. Uh, give it a couple <laughs> more weeks. I'll let you enjoy it right now. All right. Who do you guys? Let's uh, let's go with the best bet of the week. I got the Bucks minus five and a half. I think they cover. Uh, looks like an easy game for them for the most part. I don't see them having a tough time. Uh, they look like they got the rhythm last week, so I'm going Bucks five and a half. Yeah, I I uh, I would have to agree with you. Bucks minus five and a half. I mean, uh, yeah, I just think um, you, you know Brady's gonna have another week with all of his new guys, and I, I just wouldn't sleep on that Buccaneers offensive weapons that they have. It's just unbelievable to me. So I have to go for that. So yeah. That was mine as well. I Haas, did we like talk earlier? What the hell? Like, yeah. <laughs> you stole my notes, right? It's okay. Yeah, right. It's no yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go with uh, Texans. I don't see the Texans going zero three, and I think Deshaun Watson is too good to go zero three. I say Texans plus four. If they lose, they lose by a field goal, so you still cover. I take the Texans as the best bet of the week. I um. I'm kind of going for a little upset here. I don't know if it's really much of an upset, but I really like the way Cincinnati played last week. And I like Drew Sample and the Bengals at their plus five and a half. Their plus five and a half spread against Philadelphia this week. I think that chemistry in Philadelphia is just a mess right now. So I think the Bengals pull off this upset, and it's about who wants it more this game. So I think we'll see what's going on. Yeah, so. All right, and last one. Monday Night Football, best game of the year. I think, in my opinion, uh, this is that this is that Rams that's that this is that Rams Chiefs game we saw a couple couple years ago or last year I think. Yeah. This is like insane. This is the last two MVPs going at it. The two best quarterbacks, fantasy wise, I think, in the league also going at it. Um, <clears throat> the Ravens versus the Chiefs. The Ravens are actually favored by three and a half. Who you guys got? Uh, let's go with Sam. What you got? Yeah. Um... I'd have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, just just on the just on the pure factor of what Patrick Mahomes can do and what he did to come back and beat the Chargers. Um, I just see him winning. And also, the funny thing is, uh, I'm facing him in fantasy, and I'm starting Lamar Jackson, and I'm saying that. Oh, so you got the. <laughs> on the field and on fantasy too. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 going a little bit logical here but uh and also i have to do a quick a quick plug since i am the producer of all these podcasts um so regards to the the chiefs and ravens game if you download sports me you will find a ton of battles with all of with, i feel like that's going to be the most talked about game on sports me like of all time for sure like, so that when, is yeah there's, there's a lot of battles on the app regarding the chiefs versus the ravens and it's talking about all all of the game everything about it matchups so by the if way you, um, if you have a hot take go go and download the app and reply to all of us re- yeah. reply to anybody and and uh, honestly i just want to quickly add to that i actually downloaded the app for the first time yesterday and i really enjoyed it man i must say you guys made it it's almost like a tiktok and i really feel like if most people can get on there they'll notice that and they'll yeah. be like yo this is interesting but it's for sports a lot of people I, I go on tiktok looking for sports and i just feel like i find my tiktok for sports so Great what you're doing, man. Keep it going. I really feel like I'm going to let my boys know about it for sure. I'll let them know to download. So 
awesome. yeah, for sure, man. Awesome. awesome. Well, who do you got? Chiefs or Ravens? Yeah, I honestly got <laughs> um, I got Baltimore this week. Um, wow. Not because I'm a Chargers fan. I want the Chiefs to lose in the AFC West and all that. Yes, partially. But uh, more because I feel like Lamar Jackson has lost twice already to Mahomes. The guy is 0-2 against him. You Third time's the charm. And I honestly feel like this is the week Lamar Jackson gets his revenge. Um, and I think it's time. So, yeah. Lamar. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I say Ravens win 28-24, cover the spread. And just for the fact that it's Monday Night Football, the lights are on, Lamar Jackson wants to show up. And I think Lamar in Baltimore with a little bit of fans, I think they're allowing a couple, you know, a couple of thousand fans there. Um, I say Baltimore wins this uh, 28-24 Monday Night Football. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. I mean, we all, I think for the most part, we know the home team always gets three points no matter what. So that means realistically, it's half a point to the Ravens at that point. Um, but three and a half, I think Mahomes is going to cover. He's the best player in the league, uh, in my opinion. I'm um, sure in a lot of people's opinions. Um, just coming off a Super Bowl win. I, I mean, yeah, they had a tough game against the Chargers. I think they fixed their mistakes this week, and I think they take it. I think they go 3 0. All right. Well, that, that's the end of the episode. And it comes out with a bang. Look, honestly, you can't go wrong with Sunday Night Football, with Green Bay, New Orleans. You can't go wrong that's with Monday game. Night Football. There's a lot but, of good games out there this weekend. Sunday Night, man. I mean, no Michael Thomas, no Devontae Adams. Yeah. yeah. Game yeah. was like one of the most hyped. Yeah, it just fell off now. Yeah, but, true. Rodgers and Breeze will, will put on a show, I think. If Breeze can throw for more than five yards, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's starting, he's, starting, he's starting a little bit to look like a little like Peyton Manning towards the end of his career, right? Um, Camara. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> why Hilton thinks he's still catching balls from. Yeah, that's true. Uh, anyways, thank you so much, Sam. Thank you so much, Ali Abbas. Uh, no, it's a great you. episode. So glad, to, so glad to have you guys on. Uh, tune in. After this weekend, good luck to all you fantasy owners out there. Remember, download the Sports Me app and debate um, the Chiefs-Ravens game, like Sam said. Catch us on Monday. Uh, you will see a new show on Monday. We're going to be switching up the schedule a little bit for you guys, keep you guys a little bit uh, ahead of the game in terms of waiver wires and all that. Uh, so we'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you again. We'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.